Hey guys, welcome back to Monday Morning Espresso. This is Gabby, and I am currently sitting in my little prayer room, which, by the way, is a dream to have a room that I can come to early in the morning and sit with the Lord, something that I've just been so grateful for in this new house that we're in in Texas. Um, But anyway, I am sitting here and I'm about to leave for the morning to go and work on my last two sessions that I will be teaching in Nepal. I leave for Nepal next Thursday. I so appreciate your prayers. I'm starting to feel a little bit nervous, but here's why. I feel nervous that I'm not nervous. (laughs) Is that weird? Because here's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be speaking at a women's conference, and I've been assigned four sessions, which is like crazy. I've A, never spoken at a women's conference, and B, never would I have dreamed that I would be speaking four times. So pray for me for wisdom, that I would just be listening to the Holy Spirit as I go and really just speak his words. I can prepare like I'm going to be preparing today, um, but I don't want to over-prepare in a way that makes me confident and reliant on my own notes and my own words and my own ideas. I really want to rely on the Holy Spirit and what he wants to do in these women. I'm just so excited to meet them. I feel like it's going to be life-changing just to meet these ladies who live in that kind of environment and who love Jesus and are serving Jesus with their lives. So I'm super excited <coughs> Excuse me to go, and I'll keep you posted. I think it's going to be a really great trip. Um, but today... I dropped my kids off at school, and then I came home and had some breakfast, and now I'm just packing up my stuff, getting ready to go, and I thought to myself, well, I have a few minutes. I should record my podcast. So here we are, and this morning I was reading, I read a psalm every morning. It's like one of my spiritual disciplines. Um, Sometimes I read through the Proverbs also, but I tend to stick more to the psalms, um, and do a psalm every single day. Like that's something I do without fail, whether I'm reading Proverbs or not. I know a lot of you probably read Proverbs every day because it's like, it's 31 chapters, which correlates with the days of the month, which is awesome. And I have done that dozens and dozens and dozens of times. Uh, but something about just connecting with the Psalms every day speaks to my heart in such a special way because I think you know, my man David and I have a lot in common in that we just have like no problem being totally ourselves and vulnerable and expressing our emotions. And I don't know, I wonder sometimes if David got flack for that, because I know that I've gotten flack for that in my life. And sometimes I probably needed flack for that, getting overly emotional. But sometimes I think that people like me, who are just very in touch with our emotions and um, are good at expressing them and just want to feel it all, the good, the bad, the ugly, the happy, the sad, just want to feel it all and want to express it in safe places, of course. Um, sometimes we get flack for that. Like, you just need to buck up. You need to be less sensitive. Um 
So if any of you have ever had that said to you, let my life give you permission to just be the way that you are and be open and vulnerable and bless people through that that part of your personality. And biggest of all, let that be your avenue of connecting with Jesus. Because I know that my ability to just sit and cry with Jesus is one of the most beautiful healing things in my whole life. But anyway... Back to what I was saying. This morning I was reading the Psalms and I got back to Psalm 27. Guys, if you could see my Bible, I was actually really moved this morning when I opened my Bible um, to Psalm 27 because this Psalm and like all the Psalms around this Psalm have so much underlining from over the months and years that I've had this Bible. I've had this Bible for about three years and there's just so much, so many scribbles. I like to put a date next to something I underline, even if I don't make a note by it, because when I come back to something and see the date and see what I've underlined, I like to kind of think like, what was going on in my life at the time that this just jumped out at me? And sometimes I have a note like, okay, let me give you an example. So it was this past November, <coughs> um, I remember very clearly, actually, November 11th was the first time <clears throat> that we were told, like, you know, if Benj gets this job, he'd probably have to move to Dallas. Um, and November 12th actually flew down to Dallas for a conference, which was no coincidence. That was something that I had on my schedule for a long time. But anyway, it was in November that we were starting to think, like, oh my goodness, if he gets through this interview process and gets this job, then we might be moving to Dallas. So I was just praying through that a lot. And I really felt in my heart it was going to happen, but I was kind of scared. I didn't know what it meant um, for me personally, for our family, what it would feel like to leave Colorado, which has been my home forever and ever. But anyway, so I was reading um, two days ago, Psalm 25, and it says, Oh Lord, I give my life to you. I trust in you, my God. Do not let me be disgraced or let my enemies rejoice in my defeat. Um, show me the right path, oh Lord. Point me on the road for me to follow. Lead me by your truth and teach me. All day long I put my hope in you, these kinds of things. And I put the date, November 25th, 2016, and a little heart that says Dallas? Question mark. Because at that point we were just praying into this excuse me. And, um, so yesterday or two days ago when I read it, I was like, oh, this is so cool to just look back. And I'm here in Dallas now, like less than six months later. And I know the Lord is up to something incredible. And those prayers are being answered. Like we're here. So Dallas question mark, I put a little arrow and a smiley face with yesterday or two days ago's date. <laughs> so, I don't know what you guys like to do with your Bible, but I really like, it's kind of like a journal in some ways, because I can look back and see the faithfulness of God when I see the date of different things that I've underlined. But anyway, today I was reading Psalm 27, which I'm sure a lot of you know, especially the opening, the Lord is my light and my salvation. So why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? But the very last verse, verse 14 of this scripture <coughs> really blessed me today and made me just really got me contemplative. And I've sent it to a couple of friends 
who I also just know are in a waiting season. But it's verse 14 of Psalm 27 says, Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. I just was like, bam, yes, this is awesome. Like, be brave and courageous is sandwiched between be patient, wait patiently for the Lord. And I think for the first time ever, even though I knew this in the back of my mind, but I think for the first time ever, it really struck me like, oh my gosh, waiting and patience is an act of courage and an act of bravery. And I was praying through that this morning because, you know, these are like my my go-to words are like bravery and courage and anything like battle themed. I know I'm kind of a weirdo in that way, but if you've read some of my past poetry, like way back in the day and still now, a lot of the lingo I like to use is kind of like battle oriented. And I love the words like fearless and freedom and bravery and courage. And this hit me today, even though I knew in the back of my mind, like it takes courage to be patient. And it's something that I've talked about, something that I've written about, but not like in these specific words. Um, but being patient is hard. And sometimes we opt out. Like sometimes we just say, you know what? It's been too long. Like I can't wait anymore. This, this obviously isn't God's plan. If it's taking this long, I, I had the wrong idea. I need to take things into my own hands and I need to do something else, blah, 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 whatever it is that you might be waiting for. Or maybe something happens in your life, like you had a trajectory, you had a plan, and then something something happens that derails that, like someone in your family gets hurt significantly, or there's a death, or just something happens that is outside of your power, but it stops the process suddenly or makes it delayed for an unknown amount of time. I know a couple of people who are in that situation right now. It's just like they knew where they were going. It looked like God was in it. And then something happens that's just, it puts a stop to it. Um, and that's so hard. But you know what? Like God, none of this stuff takes God by surprise. And if we're willing to be patient and wait on the Lord, like, that's another really key part of this scripture, is, like, wait patiently, not just for anything, not just, like, wait patiently in a room for someone to call your name, it's wait patiently for the Lord. If you're a person of faith, and you want to stay where you are, like Moses says, we we won't go up from here unless you go with us. If you're a person who says, I am not going to go up from here until you go with me, like you have to be patient. It's, it can be like crazy hard. I understand. I totally understand. I've been there for years and years at times just being like, God, I want to move. I want to take this into my own hands. I see a way that this could work out, but you have to wait. Like I was saying this morning when I was writing about this in my prayer journal, I was like, you know what? Like, 
I don't want to be moved unless it's by the inspiration of the Lord. And the inspiration is like the breath of God. Like I, I just pictured myself like laying myself down at his feet, waiting for him to breathe on me and move me, move me from the inside out, move me physically, move me into what he has for me. Like I don't want to move unless he breathes on me to move. Like I don't want to do anything in my own strength. I want everything that I do, especially if it's something in the name of the kingdom. Like I want it to be absolutely 100% his strength. Like I need it to be from him because if it's not from him, then my efforts will definitely fall short and my dreams will be too small. This week I was reminded as I met with some friends about some things happening in the world, in the kingdom, some things that I'm being invited to partner alongside and do, I was just reminded, like, I'm so, so small. Like, I can look at my gifts and think that, oh yeah, I can do this, I can do that, I can bless people in this way, blah, blah, blah. But when you're presented with the possibility that your gifts might be used for something massive, and it's, it's like something in the dream of God, like, I just, it makes me feel so, so small and insignificant because I know it's impossible. It's impossible in me to touch the nations for the gospel, for example. Like, it's impossible. I can't do it. It's too big. And I want him to breathe onto my gifts. I have to have him breathe onto my gifts if I am truly to do the work that is on his heart. And I'm just such a small, <laughs> I, I cannot do any of this on my own in my own strength. So I, what I'm trying to say is like patience is courageous because it, you have to have like deep, significant patience if you want the Lord to use your life in impossible ways. And I know that's what I want. We're just these weak little human beings and he allows us the opportunity to just move forward in our own strength and he will bless us. But if we are willing to surrender and say, God, only when you breathe, only when you move, will I move only what you breathe on. That's what I will put my hand to and not of my own strength, but by yours. Gosh, it can take time because even just it takes time for you to rid yourself of yourself. <laughs> Anything that you're going through, God can use to refine you into that humble, willing, open instrument for him to breathe through and breathe on. At the end of the day, like I don't want people to say she did a great job wow, she did a great job. No, I want to get to heaven and I want to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. It's only what he has for me to do that is important for me to do, not what I think I should do. So anyway, I know I'm I'm getting super passionate about this little verse, but I, I hope this makes sense to you. <laughs> I hope it blesses you. I know it blessed me. I'm I'm moving forward in some things and um sometimes it can be risky to be given the opportunity to use your own gifts, like things that you're good at. 
for the sake of the gospel because it would be easy for me to just try to manufacture it in my own strength because I, I'm decent at it. But this week I was saying, Lord, like, I'm kind of nervous to even just use my own gifts for you because I don't want it. I don't want to fall back on my own strength. I want to be completely dependent on you, even with the things that I'm good at. Like, I don't want to be good at it. I want you to be good at it. So those are that's just the kind of stuff that I'm <laughs> thinking through this week. Um, I love doing this. When I just start recording, I often really don't have an idea what I'm going to say, but I just feel like God's inspiring me to just speak out what I'm going through and hopefully encourage you guys. So have an awesome, awesome week. Um, We'll see if I get a couple of these recorded and built up before I leave for Nepal, but if not, there might be a break or two. We'll see. Um, Regardless, I will give you a summary of my trip to Nepal when I get back. I love you guys. Go check out gobbyruth.com. I keep adding content, G-A-B-I-R-U-T-H.com. And we'll check in with you again soon. See ya.